Tom Asaway and Clarence Black in our studios. How we on? I don't get my mic on right now. Yo, I'm I still, hear you. Listen, there we are. I'm well, still I'm still feeling like a little kid, man. Buddha. I know. That was good. The Buddha on, man. Buddha. That, that, vo- Buddha that, voice, Edwards. that voice of his doesn't change it either. It don't change, it's cool. man. I wanted to ask about the NBA because I read today, uh, I think it was on CNBC. What was it on? No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was on CNBC. It said NBA team execs, agents are calling on the league to cancel the rest of the season. Well, because you're getting into an area of like, at some point, we would would be be in the end of the mid to like this first, it'd be in playoffs right now. Okay. But also, at some point, man, you have to just kind of look at this and say, okay, look, there's only so many things that we can run at one time. I mean, we're talking about golf backing up, the NBA backing up, baseball backing up. Okay. We'll have football, college, and pro. Like, we ain't got that kind of real estate. Okay. Let's just say. We just don't. All right. We're in May tomorrow. Tomorrow's May Day. Okay. Let's just say the NBA finals are always in June. Let's just say we start the playoffs in June. June where? 1st. Yeah, okay, where? Okay, hold on. Okay. Top five teams of each league. So that's 10 teams that make the playoffs. Okay. I don't, listen to me. I'm listening. I'm the commissioner. Okay, I'm listening. Match the teams up according to record. Okay. First versus worst, second versus, you know, ninth, blah, blah, blah. Okay. You play best of three. Or first round you play one win and you're out. You win or you're out. Then you play best of three. Then you play best of three again for the championship. Okay. No fans, okay. just the referees, couple of press, and you play ball. If you're healthy. I'll approve it on one condition. Go ahead. You cannot call it the NBA Finals. You have to say that the winner, the winner is like you have to say it's the first Commissioner's Cup. Okay. But you can't. There you go, Make David it Stern. Finals. It's the sure. David Stern the David trophy. Stern God, God rest his soul. Yep, there you go. Okay, the you David can, Stern tournament. If you do that, I'm good with it. Okay. But you can't call this the final. You cannot associate this thing with traditional playoff well, we all history. Know. We all know 2020 is, a, is, is different right. than any year that we've yes. had in 100 years. And, oh, by the way, you got to be able to, to show that are you going to test these guys every day? There's a way. You're going to have to test them every okay. day. There's a way. But are you going to test them every day when normal Americans can't get the test? Because yeah. now the optics are bad. No, it's not. By, so by, it, by then, it's, it's going to be less. That is the that is the biggest thing I think sports is facing is this. If we got people walking the street that are saying, I want to get tested, I can't get tested because people are telling me I'm asymptomatic. I'm right. And yet we're sitting here saying, yeah, well, these major leaguers, they'll get, well, they'll get tested and the hot dog vendors and everybody. So – Again, you can't have people being tested for sports when people who just want to be tested so that they can go about their – we want to reopen the country but test, only test the people who are well, playing let's face sports. It. Like, oh, when, man. Let's face it. When you break a leg or you have a, you hurt your knee, uh, you get an MRI. Yes. For us, it takes a week to get in to get an MRI, yeah, and then no, it takes two weeks yeah. to hear about it. Yep. And we all know sports, you get it done, and then the next day you know what's going on. Yes. That's just the way it is. And I get mission. You, what you're talking about is, is mission essential, man. They <laughs> Those guys like, hey, I got to get my guy examined and I got to get his results because it is critical to my business. Yeah. Got it. The problem is that it's a global pandemic and everybody's got a broken leg, potentially. I got it. So everybody's like, yo, I need to get back to work to feed my family. 
So if you're going to test the the third baseman every day, bro, just can I get one of these so that I can be able to at least get back to making well, yeah. a living or opening my business? Well, yeah. I think we, we're going to have to the, come up with more. We're going to have to oh, come yeah. up with more tests well, readily available. Well, hey, guess what? Like you said, we're we're about to hit May. Yeah. If we ain't done it by now, the NBA hasn't played a game in 50 days. Right. So 50 days ago, we've had 50 days to get people tested and all this other like, – I still don't understand where we are. And I'm not, again, I'm not being political. I'm not blaming. I don't care what your your politics, I don't give a shit. What I'm saying is that I would feel uncomfortable as a professional athlete when I'm reading about people legitimately struggling and all they want to do is, hey, you want to reopen the country, man? I'll go back to work, but hey, can I get a test? And then if some of these companies are talking about some, yeah, well, employees can take the test at, dis- at discounted rates. What what a piece of crap company that would be. Correct. Hey, you can come back to work, but you got to take the test on your own on your own dime. Like, well, I think most people should be able to work from home, man. to be perfectly honest it's with you. Just, and you know what? Companies are just going to have to bend to let them do that, especially if you have young children at home that can't yeah. go to school. Hey, man, I that's love a whole That's a whole other day's topic. And I'm not trying to be – it's not about politics. It's just, man, at professional athletes, I think, I think if you start playing baseball or basketball or whatever and you look around – and there isn't, and I mean, this, I'm talking substantial drop off. You're going to have some people going. I would feel uncomfortable if to be a non medical professional getting tested every day when there are people out there that can't open their businesses because of this situation they're in. Man. Well, we'll find out what's going to happen. You know, NBA executives are wondering if they should shut the uh, shut the season down. That's we'll see how the, how it shakes out. Personally, I think you can get a playoff out of this, a tournament, like I was saying, call it the David Stern uh, Memorial Tournament. Let five teams in from each uh, conference, play one and done, and then play best of three to win the yeah. championship of that year. That's just the way it is. It's 2020. By the way, welcome into the Jim Reels friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios. Tom Mazaway, Clarence Black here on The Wrap, and a good friend of mine from the old days, Ivan Mazel from ESPN.com joins us now. Talk a little college football with us. Ivan, how are you? Hey, Tom. Uh Thanks for having me. Hey, man, it's great to hear your voice. Uh, during this quarantine, I've rewatched the college football 150 special. Saw you on that a lot. I know <laughs> you had a lot to do with it. But I feel like I've, I just talked to you yesterday because I just watched an episode yesterday, the rivalries one, which I absolutely loved. So welcome in, oh, man. Oh, good. <laughs> hey, see, I'm, I'm, I'm young enough and, and fan enough. Where I I see I want to call him Mr. Mazel. Yeah, you, I, I always Mr. did. Mazel. I always did. You know, out of respect. Amen. Thank you, but thank you for That's joining us, so sir. Depressing. Uh, sorry, man. <laughs> we'll call you Ivan. We'll call you Ivan. Oh, good. Uh, good. Uh, big story has been breaking for the past, let, let's say, the last few months, and today it seems like it's really coming to fruition. College players, football, basketball, whatever sport it is, will be able to start getting paid eventually, and I think it's going to be coming as of next season. Uh, Tell us a little bit about it, how it's going to happen. I know it's not from the colleges itself. It's going to be a third-party type thing. So these kids could go out and push their name out there, I guess, and make some money. Yes. I mean, the NCAA, uh, you know, we normally expect the NCAA to lead on big issues. And in this case, they're chasing the parade because everybody else has figured out that with all the money out there that the players are not getting – what they should, and uh, especially if it pertains to you know those three words that we're all you know uh, becoming accustomed to: name, image, and likeness. It's your name, your face, 
mm-hmm. you should be able to profit from it just as any other student. Uh, the trick will be, what are the rules? And the NCAA made some recommendations. They will not be formally approved or taken up to be approved until j- January, but uh, they put out some ideas this week. And the, the, what I took away from it is that third parties can pay, uh, you know, the, the student athlete to appear. What I found interesting, Tom, is that they they're not allowed to use any logos from the school or conference. Oh, wow. You can be identified as, uh, you know, you are uh, Tom Mazaway, the Michigan quarterback. But that's as far as that may go. And I guess if a car dealer is going to hire you to come shake hands or sign autographs, then people already know who you are and they don't right. need to see the block M to figure it out. Uh, so, uh, the in the rules are structured to bend over backwards to not make the students employees of the university, right? Because that's the that's the third rail of of intercollegiate athletics. You know, they it can't in any way be seen as a employer employee relationship, or as so many things go out about college athletics would then just be go would go out the window. I can't believe that you can't even write the university's name down, the, where they're from. I mean, that's like getting those old football cards no, back in the day with the blank helmet. You can do that, but they can't use the helmet. You know, they okay. can't use the, the famous helmet. But they can say Tom Brady, University of Michigan, you know. But Got it. Or Tom Brady, Michigan quarterback, but that's it. Got it. Ivan Mazel joins us, ESPN.com. So, Ivan, I know Mark Emmerich always talked about, you know, looking at this thing from the standpoint of protecting competitive balance, meaning, you know, all of a sudden now, if if I'm at the car dealership, what's to stop me as a booster from saying, okay, hey, Tom Mazaway Ford, I'm going to throw you a million dollars. Oh, why don't you go and uh, have that have that young man, that wide receiver who's considering going to Alabama, do a couple uh, <laughs> do a couple commercials? So I. You know, is is how are they looking at being able to 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 still allow this, but also govern it, so that we don't end up with the wild west of uh, you know, just just kind of pay for play. Well, as I understand it, uh, they are going to try to erect some sort of wall to keep any specific offers out of recruiting that you would be able to. You know, illustrate what students. I mean, you know, what students who are there uh, are getting, but you can't make any hard offers to a recruit. Now, you know, in reality, well, no, what will happen? You know, but but, and to me, the notion of competitive balance is, uh, you know, that's just the story that that the Mark Emmerts and all of us tell ourselves to make college athletics seem like a level playing field. You know, if it really were a level playing field, then, you know, Michigan would fear playing uh, Western Michigan every year. Right. There is no level playing field. Uh, You know, you go out and you do the best you can to build your program and through resources and tradition, uh, you know, Michigan has more resources 
than Michigan State. Michigan has more. Re- you know, Michigan State has more resources than Indiana, and Indiana has more resources than Ball State. I mean, there's just a, there's always a pecking order, and there always will be. The good thing I understand is, let's say a player is going to Alabama. Alabama's already got four phenomenal players. So another school, let's just say Auburn, looks at him and says, hey, don't go to Bama and be number five. Come here to Auburn. We're going to make sure you're going to be the big fish here in the smaller pond. Not that Auburn's is much smaller than Alabama. I'm just saying I think the other schools, the, the lesser uh, accomplished schools, will have a chance to, to get these good athletes. Well, uh, you know, it'll be interesting, Tom, to me. Yeah, there will be marketing opportunities at every school. And and you're right, the star, uh, I'm not picking on any Mac school in particular, but the star at Toledo will have opportunities that the fifth guy at Alabama may not. Correct. And, you know, so that that is true. I, I think uh, I like that. Yeah. It, 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 the question will then become, well, how many opportunities – are available, and what what I'm real curious about is these dollars that we all think are going to start flowing to the players. You know, they're not. That's not extra money that's just out there looking for a home. That's you know, you have to assume that if I'm a car dealer and I've got X in my budget that I'm right now spending at the university, if I'm now giving that directly to the quarterback that. That's less money I'm giving to the university. So it will be very interesting to see how fundraising at universities is affected by this. Uh, you know, how much money is you know begins to flow straight to the player and, and bypasses the athletic department. And I don't know the answer to that. I don't know that anyone does. Right. I mean, how does this impact, or what do you think the impact of this could be potentially on on our non? You know, not that I, you know, obviously we know the impact of of men's, um, you know, basketball and, and college football. But, you know, as you look around the, the landscape of college sports, we got Sabrina uh, Inescu in Oregon, who was a story, the UConn yep. women, the Baylor women, uh, Florida softball. Yep. I mean, you yep. Michigan Boston, softball. Boston and Minnesota hockey. out. So, you know, what are what are some of the potential positive impacts this, this could have on the other sports? Great. Well, I think of uh, you know, Katie Ledecky, who was swim, swam oh, yeah. two seasons at Stanford, you know, and I guarantee you that if she had had a swim clinic, huh. uh, you know, on a some Saturday or Sunday, we lose you, Ivan. You still there? We'll try to get him back on. But as he was talking about Katie Ledecky, who's yeah. already a millionaire, by the way. Yeah. And would have probably won yeah. numerous gold medals in Tokyo this year. Yeah. Uh, I understand that. And uh, like you said, Inescu and, and the college, uh, UConn women, they're all going to benefit by this. Yeah. Well, remember Christine Brennan, Christine Brennan talked about that, that she had that, uh, you know, uh, in terms of what she was doing and just the money that, you know, that she had already had some, you know, some – some income and some opportunities to to kind of to benefit, but that you know now she's got to take a year off, you know, for the Olympics. So and train again and train again. You know, and that but costs yeah, money. I, I mean, you think about it. It there have been Jenny Finch. You know, you think about Jenny Finch. Oh yeah, who was a you know, <laughs> I like thinking about her. Um, you know, tell me she wouldn't have had some oh, some yeah. marketing opportunities. So you Hell know, yeah. it's it's 
I'm hoping that this is good across the board. Vanderbilt, you know, for example, Vanderbilt men. I mean, college, that's a dynasty, college World Series, uh, yeah. Dynasty they got going on down there. Maybe that Those helps kids them. will make money for sure. Yeah. They're and they're not money. on scholarship. You only have so much money to spread around so many baseball, man. It is That's tough. A lot of those kids are still paying. Amen. You know, mom and dad are still still footing a little bit of a bill. Ivan's back, and he was talking about Katie Ledecky when we lost him. I think she's already a millionaire, by the way, Ivan. Well, absolutely. But my <laughs> point was simply, you know, having gone to a Stanford swim meet when she was competing, there were hundreds of little girls and and boys who were young swimmers who were at that meet. And if she had, if she put on a clinic, charged twenty twenty five dollars a head, she'd have made a lot of money. Oh, and yeah. I think that opportunity will be available. How about for like softball teams and hockey teams, like Clarence was saying? Sure, yeah, lacrosse. Lacrosse, uh, yeah. You know, I live Wrestling. in the Northeast. Lacrosse is huge yep, up here. Huge. Yeah. So I, good stuff so. there. I want to get your thoughts on you know. So as we look at the as we look at the NBA and, and their development program and their their pathway their pathway yep. program, do you think that it's too late for NCAA basketball uh, now that this thing is out? And we've already seen three of the top recruits already say like, "Yeah, I'm not even going to." Another one dropped uh, out another, the other day. Yep, another one. Do you think that the the genie is already out of the bottle on this uh, with the NCAA, or can college basketball get its get its its high schoolers, its big time high schoolers back? I hope they could. You know, I'm not convinced that that would make a huge amount of difference. I mean, yeah, the quality of college basketball may diminish a little, but for the day-to-day fan, and especially the March Madness fan, they're not really going to be able to tell the difference. You know, you're still, in so many cases, you're rooting for the laundry. And I, I think... It would be. I would be curious to see if once those one and done players now that now that they may be none and done, will coaches be able to now build programs the way that they used to, where you get a group of freshmen together and by the time they're seniors, they are a terrific team. And you know, I I would hope. That would make the product better, and I think uh, the, the game may actually benefit by that. I think that would be wonderful. We have a guy uh, that works here. He has a show right after us. It's Jimmy King, former Fab Fiver, and I, a lot of people know about the Fab Five, and those kids were walking around Ann Arbor looking at all these stores selling their jerseys, and you know, and they were – you know, not not too happy about it. They couldn't have they didn't have five dollars to to buy a pizza back then. And if I had Jimmy on the phone right now with you, he says, you know, this is a long time coming. Oh yeah, no, that presumably, uh, you know, they'll make some money, and it won't be for very very few kids. You know, the the Jimmy Kings and the Chris Webbers and the Tua Tungavailoas. You know, the Johnny Manziel's. They'll make all money you know for the 98 percent of the student athletes it won't radically change their lives but it, you know they might get a little bit more money in their pocket and that would be great i mean, get your thoughts on on current events so you know maybe a little more, over a month ago herb street kirk herb street came out with very com- controversial comments that he's walked back that you know you may not you may not see you know college college football to start the season or at all 
Um, what are you hearing and what does your gut tell you kind of just given where we are? What's going to need to happen before, you know, we let college kids go back and put the pads on? Well, I was I, I don't think Kirk should have walked those comments back. I think right. he was dead on. I, I'm skeptical that we will see uh, certainly a season that we have grown accustomed to. You know, to me, I'm beginning to think in parallels of, of World War II when some schools played, some didn't, and you just kind of figured out a schedule as best you could. Uh, you know, to me, what the biggest problem will be is all 50 states and all regions, because of the the way that the disease travels, are not going to be, to coin a phrase, on a level playing field. You know, right. it, you know some schools are going to be able to bring their students back, and some aren't. And if you can't have students on campus, I don't know how you can bring your football team back. So uh, it's, it's going to be interesting. I certainly would expect a later start if we have one at all and, and we, i don't think we'll see 130 teams field 130 schools field teams how about with the pros what's your take on them uh what 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 league if any do you think will be the first to to come back and play uh i'm i think somebody will figure out a biosphere thing you know whether it's the nba and disney world or major league baseball and Florida and Arizona and maybe Dallas, uh, you know, uh, they'll figure out some rules that everybody can live with. I mean, I, I think the PGA Tour will be the first back, probably without fans, but that's not really a, you know, they don't have the, the team aspect to worry about germs moving around from, from person to person. So uh, I think you know, baseball shooting for late June or mid late June, and you know, my fingers are crossed there. Me too. How how about you personally? Uh, to go cover an event, how comfortable are you, or when will you be comfortable enough to cover an event again live? Well, I'm I, I'm I've grown accustomed to wearing a mask, and yep. if I have to wear a mask to go sit in the press box and watch a game, then then so be it. Uh, you know, it, uh, you know, my day to day life does not change all that much. I've been working out of my house for 25 years. Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's everything else that, you know, run, running out and grabbing something to eat and so forth that, that none of us are able to do so easily that, that it's been the adjustment, but I would have, you know, if, if we have to wear a mask in public then then we wear a mask in public and, and. You know, we, we all learn to get along with that until we can get a vaccine. How would you eat that press box food then with the, with that mask on? <laughs> Tom, I, I will give you a secret. I, I, I do not eat press box food. I go down to the concession stand. Uh, that's my uh, – I have, I have my favorite concession stands in various stadiums around the country. All right, give us your best stadium and your best uh, food out there. What is it? Is it Alabama? Well, my – my well, Dreamland Barbecue does have a stand at Brian Denny Stadium, and that that's certainly a, a, a must must stop. Uh, my favorite is no longer there. I think there was a, a a couple that made sausages that used to sell them 
in an end zone stand at L.A. Coliseum. Oh, wow. uh, they were called wow. Martin's Louisiana Sausages, and they were about <laughs> a foot long and uh, you know about a silver dollar wide. Wow. And Man, they, you'd need about a gallon of Coke to wash out the spice, but it oh, was man. awesome. <laughs> I love hey, that. Hey, Ivan, last thing real quick. So if I could not imagine, of, of, of all the things that I think are just – where you got to have fans, I could not imagine turning to see the Buckeyes and you got an empty horseshoe. Do you think there's any way at all we're going to end up with a situation where they say it's not safe enough for fans and players are on the field? I think that would that would just be they need the TV money so badly that they would be willing to take the TV money without the gate receipts. And that's how they make their know, money. Yeah. I mean, the gate receipts are a big chunk and, uh, the, you know, what I, what will be curious to me is if they push it back, you know, do they really think people are going to come to stadiums and are they going to come if they push it back in January and February in Ann Arbor and Columbus? You know, so there's a lot out there that, Nobody knows the answer to yet. Neither do we, but in 30 seconds, can Michigan ever be competitive with Ohio State again? <laughs> yeah, if the Buckeye shelter at home. There you go, Buckeye shelter at home. Oh, that's enough. You don't even have to answer that, Ivan. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, man. We need, a, we need a couple hours with you. Thank you. Okay, my pleasure, Tom. All See right. Later. Mr. Maisel. Ivan Maisel, ESPN.com, telling it like it is. Good hey, stuff, man. man. Yeah, man. Good stuff, yeah. man. But I, hey, look, man, I, I always go back to this with you and me. You're a parent, I'm a parent. Yeah. I, I ain't taking my, my kid ain't going nowhere for a while. Unless, I told him. Unless I just, Dr. Like, Fauci tells us it's okay. But again, like we said, man, when are, when are you, and until I hear the horn, the yeah. Hunger Games or whatever it was at the purge, yeah. that big horn better go off to, yeah. to no, man. No. Is this like Survivor? Uh, this is, this is probably worse, yo. Yeah. This is worse. I saw you getting into some Survivor oh, Twitter yeah. battles. Dumbass dumb armchair. <laughs> Y'all Thanks, Talk guys. David in the back. Done. Angel. Stevie Mac at you know home. Done? I, hey. I wouldn't have done that. King and Foster dumb coming ass. up next with Lord dumb Isaiah Thomas. Zeke on his birthday coming up right after this on NRM Streamcast. Stay healthy, everyone.